Hey everybody, this is Runly Gen Radio, your digital marketing and SEO podcast. I'm Quinn. I'm Brian. And today we're really excited to talk about backlinking or backlink building for small businesses. All right, so we have a ton of stuff to cover in today's podcast, but before we jump in, we want to show you something that we've been working on. Speaking of local businesses and helping you grow your business, something that we are prepared to give out for free to any prospective client or just anybody that's watching our podcast. We have uh, built out these NFC tap to review Google business profile cards. So especially if you have a local business with a uh, storefront, a brick and mortar, uh, this can be really great for you to stick on a reception desk. But even still, even if you don't have that, this makes it really easy after you perform a service or sell a product that you can have this on your person and really quickly those clients can put their phone on it and it's going to open up that Google business profile review section to just go ahead and leave a review. So this is something we are giving out both for the reason to help you grow your business, but also to get our name out there and help people understand how we can help you. All right, so let's go ahead and dive in. What exactly, Brian, would you say backlinks are and what's the importance of link building for small businesses? Yeah, that's a really good question. So backlinks in short and a simple form are just other websites that link to your website. Now that is a very oversimplified explanation, but there's benefit to them because an editorial vote can be placed from one website to another that can help establish you as a trustful and authoritative resource. Yeah, so uh, a quick question that we often get, especially if you are familiar with the SEO space, there are a handful of debates and questions and critics out there about backlinks. What would you say to them? Yeah, we see a lot of people that are saying backlinks don't matter anymore or they're not as important as they used to be. And that is quite to the contrary. We see backlinks playing just as big of a role as they ever have. For those that don't know about this, so backlinks and using linking as a data point is one of the big things that set Google apart from other search engines back in the late 90s when they launched. And they found that that vote of one website linking to the other was a great way to find the best websites to include in their search index. And so right now, for those that are saying that backlinks don't matter, I feel like those are different marketers that are maybe working on big, big corporate websites that are well established for their backlinks that don't really have to worry about it and they are not starting out with a small business that's just getting started trying to rank with no backlinks. Yeah, I think simply put, being in that space where we are working with a lot of new startup businesses, um, we do have enterprise level clients as well. Um, we absolutely have firsthand experience of you know generating a backlink and having you know impact on organic presence and those rankings. So we would say with a resounding yes, backlinks are still important as part of your SEO strategy. Yeah, absolutely. I know that many of the marketers that might be saying that backlinks don't carry the same weight as they used to are probably focused more on content. And that's a great focus that can help generate backlinks naturally. But 
the the key to what we want to talk about today is kind of those backlinks that you're out there trying to earn and get for your business to help propel yourself more quickly than it might take if you just simply focus on creating content and crossing your fingers and hoping that others are going to link to you. Yeah, so let's maybe dive into that a little bit right here. I'd like to clarify real quick what the difference is between the types of links. So um, there are internal links, there are backlinks, and then there are just different types of backlinks, right? Different ways to acquire them. So let's dive into that a little bit. So let's maybe add some clarity to that. Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to backlinks, there are several different types of links and Google has put out their own guidelines for those different types of links, primarily to stop people from abusing their backlink algorithms. So the first of those would be a nofollow backlink. That's where you're telling Google, hey, I'm linking to this website, but I'm not casting that editorial vote. This is something you'll see also for any sections of websites that might create links automatically, like a comment section, for example. Another form of backlink would be a sponsored backlink. So this is another link attribute that Google has told publishers, if an article is a paid placement on your site, you should put the sponsored attribute so that the search engines know this is not an editorial vote and to not weight it as such in their ranking algorithms. Now that doesn't necessarily stop publishers from putting that content out there and for marketers taking advantage of that and getting that do follow editorial vote backlink from a paid source, but you need to be really careful when doing so. There are countless signals that you might not think of that could exist on a website like even advertising that might exist for that paid placement somewhere on the site that could give Google enough info to help you know that you're now involved in a link scheme and help you get caught up in an algorithm that could be tough to come back from. Yeah, so I think it's uh, safe to say not all backlinks are created equal. And we'll talk a little bit about some of those backlink acquisition strategies here shortly, but also maybe to help uh, clarify some things, the difference between, say, a backlink and an, an internal link is really, you know, it, it, it's, it's still an href. It's an href tag where a link is present. The difference is, is it coming from somebody else's site or is it in your, on your own site? And the reason why that sometimes is, you know, can be ambiguous, especially for new, newcomers, because uh, internal links are valuable. They do provide what we would call maybe internal page rank. Uh, it helps create a hierarchy inside your own website to establish uh, importance of pages across your website so that you can tell Google and search engines which pages are more valuable than others. And something that a lot of, especially new SEOs run into is they like to try to make every page important, you know, mega navs, mega footers, and links on every page. And ultimately there is the concept that if every page is special, no page is special. So uh, even though sitemap priority has kind of dissolved over time, there is still value in internal links being purposeful to create that hierarchy and that internal page rank. But that's how they are different than backlinks, right? Backlinks are that editorial vote from others saying that this page or this person or this 
author has experience, expertise, authoritativeness, trust, right? Absolutely. The only other thing I would add in on internal links within your site is that they also pass very important context for the end user to know if there's a good resource that they should explore on your website. And that context is also passed along to the search engines to help them better understand why that page is a good resource. So, yeah, great point, great point. One more thing before I forget, um, one of the other link types out there that are backlinks are what they call UGC or user-generated content. So this is a link that comes from a forum or another type of website where maybe it's question answers like Quora or Reddit, but it's content that's generated by a user that is not editorially reviewed. And so anyone can place a link there. That is a UGC link and similar to a nofollow link, it doesn't pass that editorial vote. So last last item on the backlinks there. And maybe if I can, let's, uh, let's see if we can touch briefly on the concept of quantity versus quality. Am I looking for more backlinks? Am I looking for better backlinks? As I am a new business owner trying to develop my own backlink strategy, how am I navigating those waters? Yeah, it's, it's a tough balance of quality versus quantity. Obviously, when we have unlimited resources, we want to go for the quantity and the quality, but that's not always possible to do. And so the quality is extremely important. One of the things that we see so common now are backlinks from guys on Fiverr overseas that are really almost detrimental to your campaign or backlinks from old methods like comment spam. And there's a lot of different quantity opportunities out there that really don't move the needle and could move the needle in the wrong direction. Whereas quality backlinks are going to help you establish yourself. And what would you say maybe like two attributes of like a quality backlink might be? First and foremost is a quality backlink is going to be not only useful to the search engines, but useful to an actual person. So if someone's reading that article and that link is a good resource, then that's going to be first and foremost a great signal. Um, the second is the quality of the website that's linking to you and how they're linking to you. So if it's a site-wide link or another placement on the site that could look as though it was purchased that might not carry as much weight uh, similar to what you said as if every link is important then none are um, but what you're looking for are sites that hopefully google likes there are a ton of different metrics out there from third-party tools like domain rating from ahrefs or semrush authority score moz domain authority and these can be decent gauges of the quality of a website. They can be gamed. Um, that's really important to go and evaluate that website as a user. And most importantly, the, the page and the content that is linking to you to make sure that this is going to be beneficial for both people and in turn search engines. Okay. So before we dive into, you know, the do's and don'ts of backlink acquisition strategies, that we definitely want to talk about that. Um, let's talk briefly about 
is there still value in disavowing and is there still value in kind of the preliminary efforts of like a backlink profile analysis to identify your competitors, the types of backlinks that they have to give you some sort of strategy or direction of the types of backlinks you should be building. So there's two questions in there. Uh, you know, do we do a profile analysis? Do we, do we strategize for backlinks that we go after? And is there still value in disavowing maybe some of those bad backlinks? Yeah, that is a great question. So it's absolutely a great idea to do some backlink analysis to look at your own backlink profile as well as your competitors. Doing some competitive backlink analysis can help you find industry publications or industry sites for your market that might be important for you to have, as well as good sites that post content related to your business. Those can be excellent resources to find backlinks that you want to earn. In regards to disavowing, there has been a lot of talk recently that you don't need to disavow anymore and that Google can tell the difference between a good link and a bad link and they just ignore the bad links. But we've actually seen on social media, SEOs from around the world are now getting manual action backlink penalties again. And this is something that maybe seven or eight years ago was prevalent from people participating in link schemes and abusing Google's guidelines for link building. And so you need to be careful of how you go about doing your backlinking because you can get yourself in some hot water. And if you do, then a disavow is definitely a good idea. Okay, so I think that's a great segue then into what are the appropriate do's for backlink acquisition strategies and maybe some of the top don'ts. Okay, top don'ts. Uh, there are some great top don'ts in here. So if you go onto a website like Fiverr and they promise you to reach a certain domain authority or domain rating and can promise the delivery of a high volume of supposedly high quality links for very cheap, this is a big red flag. Over the last two years, maybe even three years, we've seen a trend where spammers are taking advantage of websites redirect notices and injecting their links there to try and fake getting a link from a really high quality site, even taking advantage of these redirect notices from Google themselves. And so for $50, you can get a backlink from every top level domain that Google owns. And it's going to shoot your domain authority on the tools through the roof. However, it's going to do nothing for your website. So if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And that's one great way to judge whether or not you should be doing something for backlinking is to use common sense. Uh, the other thing is there are a lot of automated techniques for building backlinks like comment spam, forum links, or even hacked links if you're a little less scrupulous. So if your backlinking isn't centered around quality content, you're probably going the wrong direction. Now there are also for local SEO and people that are working on their maps rankings, something that gets referred to as citations. 
And these often do include backlinks. More often than not, they're marked as a no follow, but these can still be really good for the backlink footprint of your business. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think in a perfect world, you know, the, the concept of backlinks and how you get them is very organic, right? Obviously there's very there's white hat, there's black hat, and then there's kind of a gray area for backlink acquisition strategies. In that perfect world, you're building relationships. You're building relationships with other businesses, businesses that maybe your business already has relationships with. Um, and then you are soliciting genuine backlinks from people who want to share what you have to put out to the world in your industry and in your space. Um, and then of course, we try to scale that out the more and more we can with strategies, you know, example, oh man, gosh, what do I want to even bring up as examples? Uh, uh, guest posts or. Yeah. Or guest posts, um, help a reporter out. Right. PR. Um, I don't remember where I ended off. With, with positive strategies like guest posting or help a reporter out or just traditional PR, digital PR, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think something you said there is really important. And this is one of the first tips that I give to all business owners when they're working on their backlink profile is the relationships that you have in the real world for your business, whether that's suppliers or industry consortiums, what may be uh, reaching out and making sure you have a link from those is crucial and it reflects the real world. And I think those are perfect links for every small business. Yeah. Great point. All right. So another question that we often hear is, all right, so I'm, I'm starting this on my own, or maybe I've hired somebody out. I want to measure and monitor my backlink acquisition and its impact on my organic performance. And maybe just like generally tools that are good to use for backlink acquisition and monitoring. Yeah, that's a great question. So first and foremost, if you are doing backlink building with a company, uh, knowing what type of links they're building and what their process is can be very beneficial. Once you know what those backlinks are, you can do something as simple as keeping a list of those inside of a Google spreadsheet and even doing something like setting up a function to monitor to make sure that link stays online. But more commonly, you will see tools like SEMrush or Ahrefs. Some marketers also like Majestic. I'm a big fan of Majestic, but this kind of helps you monitor your backlink profile overall. And they've developed some algorithms of their own that can help you gauge how your link building is going. So some really popular metrics that have been built for that reason include authority score from SEMrush, domain rating from Ahrefs, and domain authority from Moz. Just an important point there is those particular metrics aren't used in Google's algorithm, but they're tools to help you gauge how your progress is going with link building. Second to that is to monitor your keyword ranking performance. So seeing how your site is actually moving in the search results is going to be another good gauge of how your backlink building is going. Awesome. So I know, and we try not to, but you can get lost in the minutia of SEO and digital marketing for sure. 
for maybe those new business owners that have made it this far and are still curious, you know, how do backlinks impact their bottom line? Why does a new business owner care at all? Yeah, well, the most important aspect to this is because Google is using these in their search algorithms in determining how a website should rank in the search results, this can impact where you show up. So the better and higher quality backlinks you have to your site when they are relevant and useful, those are going to help you rank higher for the keywords that are important for your business. And that is going to in turn impact your bottom line. Yeah, I mean, I think simply put, ever since the dawn of time, marketing has helped people get in front of people and getting in front of people who want to buy their product or service. And that's basically what marketing is. And, and there are many ways to do that. And in today's world, Google is certainly a way to get in front of people that are really in all stages of your conversion funnel from top to bottom. And if backlinks helps you get onto Google, you know, ipso facto, now you've got more people seeing you and more people aware of your product and service. And then of course that, that leads down to your bottom lines. That's, that's the brass tacks of SEO and backlink building for, for your bottom line. Absolutely. All right. So we want to wrap this up and there's a couple things here. One is, you know, how long does it take to see results for your backlink building or, or your backlink acquisition strategy? And then maybe then how is this going to change for the future? What does this look like moving forward? Yeah. So in regards to how long is it going to take to see the impact of backlinks on your business, it can take some time. So the web is a really big place. And first and foremost, you have to wait for Google to crawl the web until it finds your newly placed backlink. For some sites, this may be faster if they're very popular websites that Google visits regularly. And for sites that your link might be buried a little bit deeper in and are less popular websites, less links pointing to them, their own site, it could take some time. In addition to that, this is kind of a cumulative effect. So you're not going to see one backlink make or break a campaign, but the added effect over time will have a great impact on your business. Yeah, perfect. And then what do you think, uh, how, do, how does backlink building change moving forward? Well, we know backlinks are still important to Google because Google continues to release link spam updates, guidelines for avoiding link schemes, and guidance for web publishers on marking up their links. So we know links are gonna to continue to play an important role in Google's ranking algorithm. How that changes over time is going to be, number one, spammers will continue to find and capitalize on new loopholes that will shortly thereafter be closed out. But I think that's one thing that will hopefully change over time is that marketers will learn their lesson and stop trying to look for these shortcuts, but maybe not. Um, outside of that, you know, generative AI is also having a really big impact on link building. So publishers are publishing more content than ever. This is creating a lot of new opportunities for backlinks, but it's also creating 
more opportunities for abuse. So it's still important to be careful and make sure that your links are quality. But as far as the future of backlinks, as of now, the future remains bright for marketers that are building good, high quality backlinks for their clients or themselves. And the future also holds, you know, a lot of opportunities to expand and grow into digital PR as we see that play a more and more important role. Awesome. Well, we hope that this episode on backlink building, especially for small businesses, has been insightful. We welcome conversation. We'd love to hear your perspectives. Did we miss anything? What else do you guys see in your strategies? Do you have a different perspective on anything that we've said? We'd love to hear about it in the comments. And then, of course, like and subscribe so that you can step on all the latest in the world of SEO and digital marketing and how to grow your businesses in your careers. This is Run Lead Gen Radio. I'm Quinn. I'm Brian. And we'll see you next time.